0: On
1: this Sunday morning, we welcome all brothers and sisters worldwide to this broadcast, to this biblical word reflection with Brother Frank. We are grateful to God for this opportunity to hear God's revealed word. May the Lord
0: lead Brother Frank
1: by his Spirit to say what the Lord wants to say to the Church. Before Brother Frank speaks to us, I read a word, one verse from Jude, Jude 1, verse
0: 3. Jude
1: 1,
0: verse 3. Beloved,
1: when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. Now, Brother Frank, thanks be to the Lord that we may take this word seriously to contend for the faith that has been given once and for all to the saints, the redeemed, the pardoned, those who belong to the church of the Lord one Lord, one faith, one baptism. And we are grateful to the Lord that we have been brought back to the beginning
2: so and that we can really believe, baptize
1: and teach in the same way as it was done in the beginning by the Apostles in the name of the Lord.
2: We are living in the time
1: when everything is really being restored and brought back to the original state, so we contend for the faith that has once and for all been delivered to the saints. As Brother Brenham put it so clearly,
2: he said,
1: there is the true belief
2: and there is a make-believe
1: and there is unbelief. May God grant us grace not to remain in unbelief, not in a self-made belief, but in the belief, in the faith that was once and for all delivered to the saints and that we really teach only as the Apostles and Prophets taught and as it has been left unto us in the Holy Scriptures. We read from Colossians chapter 3, verse 3. Colossians 3, verse 3. For ye are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. Amen. Amen.
2: It is really the case
1: that a true conversion, a true new birth by the Spirit of God includes that we have died to the old man and have put on the new man to walk in a new life with our Lord. May it be given by God to each listener, to all brothers and
2: sisters,
1: to truly be able to say, I am crucified with Christ. Now it is no longer I who live, but Christ lives his life through me. We read from Colossians 3,
0: verse
1: 4. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. Also to this we say Amen when Christ is manifested in our lives, when it is truly manifested, that we have experienced a conversion, a new birth, a renewal, if Christ can be manifested in our lives, his nature, his word, His love, His grace,
2: when
1: what we have been given by grace through redemption is manifested in us,
2: that it can be seen,
1: that it simply exists, blessed and praised, be our Lord. That we can honestly and sincerely say, The Lord has truly made all things new. To Him be the glory for it, forever. We read from
0: Colossians 3, verse 5. Colossians 3,
1: verse 5.
0: So eure gliede,
1: Mortify therefore the your earthen, members, which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence and covetousness, which is idolatry. This word is also a serious admonition To all believers. Mortify therefore your members. We must indeed, in reverence to God, lay down our own lives on the altar and say, Lord, be gracious to me that your life. May be lived out through me, that it may truly be manifested that we are believers in whom Jesus Christ has taken dwelling by grace. To him be the glory for it.
0: We read from Colossians 3, from verse 8
1: to 10, Colossians 3, verse
0: 8 to 10,
1: but now ye also put off all these, Anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not one to another, seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds and have put on the new man, Which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. Amen. Amen. This too must have become true in our lives that we have taken off the old man with all that goes with it and that we have put on the new man who is created in the image of Christ
2: and
1: thus can walk in a truly new life with God.
0: We read from 1 John 2, verse 17.
1: And the world passes away, and the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Today we are truly addressed personally in all these scriptures. And that's the point. God is not speaking today to your neighbor, to someone else. Today, the Lord speaks to everyone personally.
2: And we look into the mirror of the Word
1: to see if everything in our lives is in line with God and with God's word. Because only when God's well-pleasing rests on us will we be able to participate in the rapture. God's well-pleasing rested on Enoch and he was raptured. In the same way, we must accept it in faith of our Lord and Saviour.
2: It was said,
1: This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Now the time has come when God wants to be well pleased with all his sons and daughters so that we are truly found in his will by grace that there is no longer anything condemnable on us but with a clear conscience, and as it is written, the pure in heart shall see God. May God do this on all his sons and daughters now, really now, that we may become pure in heart washed in the blood of the Lamb, cleansed in the Word of God, sanctified by grace in Jesus' holy name.
0: We read from Hebrews.
1: Hebrews 13, verse 4. Marriage is honourable in all and debate undefiled, but whoremongers and adulterers God will judge. This is also part of it. The Lord has really thought of everything and has taught the believers Whether young people, whether children, whether in marriage, the Lord really did use Paul in a special way
2: to write everything
1: that needed to be given to the Church of the New Covenant along her way and this also includes marriage, that it is really held in honor according to the word of God. I do not want to go into this in detail. All believers know what is going on in this time,
2: what is being done,
1: And Paul actually expressed it.
2: We
1: read from Romans, chapter 1, verse
0: 26 and 27.
1: For this cause, God gave them up unto vile affections for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error, which was meet. That is also part of it. We all know what happened in the time of Abraham. That was the time of Sodom and Gomorrah. Abraham lived 2,000 years after Adam and the whole world has really gone astray as we have just read. And God actually had to make an end with that and with all those who were in Sodom and Gomorrah, because they blasphemed God, they mocked God and trampled underfoot the divine order. God could not stand it any longer and therefore directed to the believers that marriage should be held in honor and obeyed undefiled. This too must be clearly told to the believers. It is written in the Bible it is addressed to us, accept it and thank the Lord for it.
0: We read from Ephesians, chapter
1: 1, verse 1. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints which are at Ephesus and to the faithful in Christ Jesus, we have chosen this word to make the following clear. In Bible days, there was really only one church in each city.
2: Here,
1: Paul addresses his letter to the church at Ephesus. And if you read Revelation 2 and 3, you can see that the seven church age messages were sent to seven different churches in seven different cities. All the cities are listed from Ephesus
2: to Laodicea. What
1: simply needs to be said is this. Let's go back to the book of Acts. In chapter 2, we are told that after Peter's preaching, 3,000 people were baptized. The grace, the forgiveness, everything that Peter preached to them, they accepted, and then they were baptized. And so there were 3,000 people in the early church. But if we then read Acts 4, verse 4,
2: we find
1: that there were already 5,000 people in the Church at that
2: time.
1: And if we read correctly, we find that Bible studies took place back and forth in the houses but that everyone gathered in Solomon's hall to hear the word of the Lord. So, there was not a single city in the Apostles' time where there would have been two, three, four, yes, up to nine different churches. And the Lord always addressed his word to the angel, to the messenger, and he passed it on. Today I ask,
2: there are actually, and I mentioned it before, of Brother Peregrine, who
1: said at that time,
2: In Tucson, Arizona,
1: there are nine different churches within the message. Then I ask who of the nine leading brothers has a calling, a commission? Who has received a commission from God? All of them have done what they want to do themselves. We need to return to God, to his word at this time.
2: Now, for example, if an Apostle Paul
1: were to write to the church at Krefeld, To whom would he
2: write?
1: In our area, there are still four different churches that refer to Brother Brenham and to the end time message. But if we are honest, we have to go back to the beginning. We have to go back to the beginning in the book of Acts, in the church at Ephesus, and to all the cities. And also now we have to go back to the beginning. And we thank the Lord God that He really used Brother Brenham to bring the word of the hour, that we be brought back to the original beginning and really realize that all our own doing will not stand its ground before God, but that the divine order must be found in the bright Church, before the return of Jesus Christ.
2: And
1: we thank the Lord that He Himself will take care of that. We read from 1 Corinthians, chapter
0: 1,
1: verse 10. Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing and that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind, and in the same judgment. Amen. Amen. That is the divine guideline.
2: The verse should really be read again
1: in the same mind, in everything exactly the same. Not one strange doctrine, one heart, one soul. Please, read the verse again. 1 Corinthians 1, verse 10. Now I beseech you, exhortation, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, Paul appeals to the name of the Lord Jesus Christ.
0: I appeal to the name of
1: the Lord Jesus Christ
0: that ye all speak
1: the same thing and that there be no divisions among you, that ye all, ye all speak the same thing. Amen. Do you agree with this? Do you want to submit to God's word? or do you want to go on on your own way? I am. If I have to say it honestly,
2: I am deeply saddened by the
1: many different directions.
2: It is simply inconceivable what has been done in the
1: end-time message or outside the message. I will give you one example. In the time of Brother Brenham, the Lord's Supper was celebrated with hundreds of small vessels like liqueur glasses. And now a box has been sent to me on how to celebrate the Lord's Supper. And I tell you, it is a blasphemy. Here,
2: in this little
1: container is on one hand,
2: there is the thing to be
1: taken as bread,
2: and on the other hand, the juice to drink.
1: Here is the wafer. Can you see it? It has been put on top,
2: then covered, and then the filling
1: with juice, and closed again. Now the one who takes part in the Lord's Supper can take such a thing in his hand, removes the first lid, takes this wafer and then eats it, and then he takes the second lid off and drinks the juice. Is this possible,
3: that there can be such damned things within
1: the message? I cry out to God. I can't stand it. Even from the beginning, there are all these false teachings about seven thunders, about the seventh seal, about that Brother Brenham returns and that the resurrection will take place and that the dead will stay here for four to six weeks. How many false doctrines have been proclaimed with reference to the Prophet, with reference to the end-time message? It is incomprehensible. I can no longer remain silent. I have a divine calling, a divine sending, a divine commission. And with it is connected the completion of the bright Church. I only say it out of deep pain that all the brothers who have adopted their own teachings, formed their own groups. What are you going to do with that? You have caused divisions and you know what the Bible says about that. Let us read a little further.
0: We read
1: from Jude, verse 19. These be they who separate themselves, sensual, having not the Spirit. Yes, these are really people who are sensual, who do not have the Holy Spirit. And Brother Brenham has emphasized it so often, especially. In the sermons of 1965 from Romans 8, verse 11, if the Spirit who raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells in your mortal bodies, then he will make them alive. The Spirit of God must dwell in us so that we can be led by the Spirit of God. What is the point of all the divisions, of all the false teachings? They are false brothers that must be said clearly. Those who lived in the days of Brother Brenham
2: acknowledged
1: what God did then and thanked the Lord for it. Those who live now must acknowledge what God is doing now. Those who cannot do that do not belong to the bright Church. All who belong to the Bright Church will take part in what God is doing now. To Him be the glory. To Him be the thanks. God has done a continuation after Brother Brenham's ministry and the true message has been carried over the whole earth for the past 50-plus years.
2: And
1: all who are destined to belong to the Bride of the Lamb and to participate in the rapture are now connected Hearing throughout the earth in all their languages the last divine message of the calling out of the separation and preparation, and they are being biblically orientated in all areas, biblically instructed, and they are submitting to the word and to the plan of God. We are so thankful to the Lord that now, three times a week, all can listen
2: everywhere, whether
1: what was preached in the 60s
0: by Brother Brenham
2: or later,
1: in the 80s, now all can hear worldwide, even those who were not alive then, now all can hear the word and can submit under the mighty hand of God.
2: I command, all brothers and
1: sisters who have been mislaid, come back. Respect the divine calling, respect the divine commission, have part in what God is presently doing.
0: We read from Acts 4, verse 4.
1: How be it? Many of them, which heard the word, believed, and the number of the men was about five
0: thousand.
1: Thanks be to the Lord. Not only then, but also in our time, we have churches with 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000 brothers and sisters. Also in our time, and especially in the countries of Africa, up to the farthest parts,
2: up to the
3: Ivory Coast. Yes, in West Africa,
1: Central Africa, South Africa, South Africa everywhere, but also in Asia and other countries. God has called out thousands and there will be millions who will be part of the bright Church. Abraham was to count the stars, and as countless as the stars in the sky are, so countless will be those who are ready to meet the Lord. And I say it before the face of God.
2: I have been commissioned with
1: an audible, commanding voice of the Lord on September the 19th, 1976 to preach the Word, to distribute the spiritual food I could point to some supernatural experiences, especially when the Lord commanded me early in the morning to read 2 Timothy
2: 4. I
1: charge you before the Lord God who will judge the living and the dead at His appearing and His kingdom. I am under the divine command to preach only the word and to add nothing and take nothing away. For me, it remains valid forever what is written in Revelation 1, verse
2: 1 to 3, namely,
1: to keep only what is written in this book, and in Revelation
2: 22,
1: to add nothing to what is written and to take nothing away from it. That is the commission, That the Lord God has given me, and to this day, in the thousands of sermons, I have not once said anything that is not written in the Word. I have preached the Word alone and all that God has given, Brother Brenham, from the Word, all that was hidden from the fall of man to all the mysteries, but always found in the Word. And that is why I am thankful to the Lord from the bottom of my heart. The bridegroom was the revealed word in the flesh and the bride is the revealed word in the flesh. No interpretation, nothing added, pure and holy. Just as the bride was taken out of Adam and brought to him, so the bride was taken out of Christ and will be brought to him again. Flesh of his flesh, bone of his bone, no mixture but pure Holy as the bridegroom, so also the bride. Praise be to the name of the Lord for the precious and holy blood, for the precious and holy word, for the precious Holy Spirit who leads us into all truth. And as Paul wrote, that we may be presented unblameable, unreprovable before the face of God. To him be the glory for it. We read
0: as our last
1: scripture from Philippians 1, verse 6. Philippians 1, verse 6 being confident of this very thing, that he, which has began a good work in you, will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Amen. This is also my, I almost say it, holy, Conviction that the faithful Lord is now preparing the completion, and that a mighty moving of the Spirit alone will come upon those who have received the divine seed of the Word in a pure heart and so that God can fulfill everything.
2: Every promise is yes and amen, and every promise
1: will find fulfillment up to the return of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Let us summarize what needed to be said today, that all true children of God return to the true Word,
2: come out
1: of all false teachings,
2: and
1: that in every place only one biblical church arises and that in this way the Lord can and will bring his work to completion, so that all may hear what the Spirit has to say to the churches. Let us thank our God
2: for sending Brother Brenham
1: and whoever has considered from the beginning how the Lord called him, what supernatural experiences he had and what a commission he received, namely to bring the message before the second coming of Christ. Which would then be proclaimed over the whole world. This happened by grace. The calling out, the separation happened. Ye, my people, come out, be ye separate, and touch not the unclean thing check everything with the word of God and return to the Lord, so that he can make the completion with us all. And we believe what is written. Those whom he foreknew, them he also called, and whom he has called Them he also justified, and whom he justified, them he also glorified. It is a perfect redemption, and the Lord is now bringing his perfect work of redemption to a completion with his bright church. And now, lastly, the exhortation to all the brethren in all places to ask one another for forgiveness, to apologize for having taught false doctrines, for having misled the people, Come together, all of you, ask one another for forgiveness, and the Lord will give grace. We are truly living right before the return of Jesus Christ. I don't know what else needs to happen. Who can tell me? Hasn't everything already happened that was supposed to happen before the return of Jesus Christ? Has not everything been fulfilled That our Lord has determined for the end time? What is there that still needs to happen? Tell me
2: Israel is in
1: the homeland.
2: Everything has happened
1: as God said it would.
2: And therefore,
1: I must say with holy earnestness, with emphasis. Please return to the Lord, to His Word, and may the love of God fill our hearts so that we are united in love with God and believe every word from our hearts, accept personally every promise made to the Church and the Bride and experience its fulfillment, as Paul wrote to the Corinthians in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, 19-22, that God's promises find their fulfillment through us
2: may firstly
1: every word of God be lived out by all of us, all young people, all who are married,
2: all
1: old people, all weak, no matter who we may be. May God grant that all of us in the state in which we are may live out God's word in reverence, that we may remain unreprovable, blameless and thus be able to stand our ground before the Lord. There is only one thing left for us to do, to thank the Lord. For what is happening now is the very last work on earth in the Church of the living God. And all those who belong to the bright Church will hear what the Spirit has to say to the churches. May the blessing of Almighty God rest upon you all. May the Lord grant you a believing and obedient heart. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Let us rise and Brother Borg will pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your precious Word. You have spoken clearly to us, to your people, through your Word this morning. We thank you
0: for your living Word.
1: Your Word is spirit and life. It is effective. It accomplishes what you send it to do. We also thank you for the exhortation to contend for the faith that has been once for all delivered to the saints. Help us and be gracious to us. Bless all your people. Bless all brothers and sisters. Lord, we thank you for the last message, for the sending of your prophet. And we believe and trust that you will come to your right with all your people. Bless and be merciful to us all. In Jesus' name, Amen.